Hey, thank you for joining us again on the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast. We had to split the last episode up under the Tucson sun. So this is the continuation of that one. We're first starting with food, which is, again, my favorite topic here in Southern Arizona. And we'll be covering sports events and destinations within Southern Arizona. So stick around. Now, my favorite part is the food. Food. Yeah. Food is like an hour podcast alone here, but we're going to touch on some of the the cooler points of the food here in Tucson. Yeah. So first things first, we are Tucson City of Gastronomy. For those of you who don't know what that title means, UNESCO, or the United Nations Educational, Scientific, and Cultural Organization, named Tucson... A city of gastronomy. Out of the world. Out of the world. Tucson. We are the first city in the states, so the first city in the nation, to have that title. Yeah. There are only two of us. It's us and I believe San Antonio. Yeah. And there are only 49 worldwide. So we are one of 50 and two in the nation. Yeah. That's pretty amazing for a small town. Yeah. Who, when you think Tucson, you think... Mexican food. Right, right. And so we're famous for our Sonoran-style Mexican food Mm -hmm. because in the 1940s, there was a street food that came in from Mexico, Sonora specifically, called the Sonoran hot dog. The most amazing bacon-wrapped hot dog topped with stuff you would normally see as a side. Yeah. Thank you, El El Guero Canelo, for basically popping my cherry in that. (laughs) That's appropriate to say. The sweetest, softest... Like, non-hot dog bun ever. Yeah. Like, the buns make it, like, perfect. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. (laughs) But that is one of the things we are famous for. And the other one, which is a little-known fact, is the chimichanga. I love chimichangas. They were invented. They were invented in Tucson. That was wild when you told me that. (laughs) That kind of blew my mind. I was like, I've been sharing this fact with everybody since I found out. So the chimichanga was created in Tucson by Monica Flynn. So in 1920, she has this restaurant or this family restaurants here called El Charo, and they were making burritos, and she accidentally dropped one in a deep fryer. Mm -hmm. Shot at El Charo, one of the best Mexican restaurants here. Super tasty. Go visit. Oh, my God. So good. So she apparently was going to curse while making Spanish. the burrito, right? Well, when she, she dropped she, it in, you know, okay. when you make a, when you do something, you're like, mm. so she almost <laughs> said a, a word, a Spanish word that starts with chi, and she ended up saying chimichanga, which apparently loosely translates to thingamajig. That is kind of how that that came, and it was wow. like, really, <laughs> <laughs> that's wild. A mistake. A mistake creates one of the most popular. Americanized, I got to say Americanized, Yeah, Mexican dishes is yeah. the chimichanga until you make it enchilada style and just smother it uh, in everything. Yeah, I, it's dinner time. Let's. Yeah, I was like, we're starving. <laughs> yeah. And then that's just really the, the tip of the iceberg with what we have in regards to a wide variety of our gastronomical excellence here. We are just lucky as can be to have everything from super Americanized food to the most unique foods in the world here. Yeah. And I think a lot of people think about like high-end New York restaurants. We don't really have that here. Mm -mm. You know, where it comes in small portions, we have basically all these different cultures that have created this atmosphere here for 
all sorts of different types of food. They just chose Tucson to live because Tucson is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And they were like, oh, I would like to share my culture with this city. And the city didn't go, I don't know that culture. I don't want it. They embraced everybody else's said, culture. And we show said, us your food. <laughs> Give a, if you want to feed us, we will eat. Yes, exactly. So, okay, so we're going to go into my next favorite after food. Yeah. And that's sports and the events that we do have here. Because oh it, it's a huge range of stuff we have going on. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so first things first, Tucson, home of the University of Arizona. Go bear Wildcats, bear, bear down. down. Bear down. And we do have, so we have the college sports events and then the university run events that happen, mm-hmm. uh, like the book fairs and the art shows, and they have... Tucson Meet Yourself is cool. Tucson yeah, the, the Festival of Books is Festival of growing books. like crazy. We have the astronomy that you can do here, the yep. Museum of Art you can do here. We have yep. Broadway in Tucson, which is based out of the university. Yeah, um, Arizona State Museum is there. Mm-hmm. We actually do have a really good art museum there, and we have the largest collection of Ansel Adams photographs at the Center of Creative Photography. Oh. Highly recommend going and visiting that it's pretty pretty great we have actually linda mccartney a show for linda mccartney who actually was born here and paul mccartney still owns a house here nice yeah just a little side note a little trivia question here (laughs) yeah exactly the other things we have for sports so we have the university so you're going to have all of your college sports which gives you natural sports that are going to be able to be gone and seeing you know your football baseball basketball you know staples the staples yeah Yep. Then you have some of our ancillary professional or semi-professional teams. We're not going to dig into the ones that are no longer here. We'll dig into those at another podcast. Yeah. But Rest in peace, Toros. <laughs> and Padres. <laughs> and Padres, yeah. But we do have the Tucson Roadrunners, which is the professional AHL hockey team that is that performs. Performs is not the word I was yeah. looking for. <laughs> plays. That plays <laughs> at the TCC. The other team that plays at the TCC are our Tucson Sugar Schools, which is our indoor football team. Mm-hmm. We also have Tucson Football Club, or FC Tucson, uh-huh. which is the men's soccer club. It's USL League Two. Mm-hmm. We do have a women's team with that. But the biggest news, which I'm super excited about just because I love soccer, and I'm a U.S. women's national team all day long, <laughs> is they just announced on June 2nd that they are we are, Tucson is going to be one of the cities are chosen for the new eight cities wow. for the new USL Super League professional women's soccer. That's pretty awesome. So we will now have starting in August of 2024 a professional women's soccer team out of Tucson. That is that is crazy. I grew up here and I didn't really understand how much support we have for soccer here. I didn't really appreciate that until in more of my adult life. I'm like, wow, we had the the, soc- the Fort Lowell soccer shootout it used to be called, and I think they moved from Fort Lowell Park, which is like an old fort. Literally, there's adobe mm-hmm. walls that are there, and then they moved it, I think, down to— It's down at the Keno Park South because they're they are expanding Keno Park. For that, right? Yes and no, but yes, that's what it was created for so they can move it there, and it's the Tucson Realtors— our Realtor Association actually is one of the major sponsors oh, for it now. Very cool. I believe. Don't quote me on that. Okay. And but it is. It's the kids. It's the kids tournament that they have, and it's I play on those fields as an adult soccer player here, and they're gorgeous fields. But they are going to be expanding and bringing quite a bit, and we'll dig into that more because that's some of the newest stuff that's coming down to Kino Sports Complex and bringing sports, more sports, more stuff, more things here. 
to Tucson. Yeah, yeah um, that's awesome. And then we did touch on the major PGA golf tournaments, Colgard Classic, yeah. Waste Management Open. We also have other really big events that bring a lot of bring people into Tucson in general. Right. The biggest one. The massive one is the Tucson Gem, Mineral, and Fossil Show that happens every single year and is here for three months, I believe. It's a long time. And it brings all these different gem and mineralogists here to sell what they have essentially gone and found throughout the year. You know, you'd have to go to a museum to see a lot of the stuff that they have at the Jim and Mineral Show, mm-hmm. there's incredible specimens that will just knock your socks off. And it's free to the public. You can literally go there, and there's m- multiple sites. It kind of takes over Tucson, mm-hmm. and you can drive around, I mean, spend the entire time that it's here and not see everything. That's how big it is. Yeah. And I know Las Vegas has been trying to steal it from us because it's it's such a big event. So Yeah. It, it, but it started here, and, and it's grown that much. Yeah. Hey, everyone, we want to interrupt this episode to let you know that We are a Keller Williams Southern Arizona franchise. We are also realtors practicing equal housing. Now let's get you back to the podcast. It's pretty incredible. Absolutely. The other big thing that we have is the Thunder and Lightning over Arizona, which is the air show that DM, Davis Mothin Air Force Base, puts on every single year. And I believe it's like every other year, every three years, we get the Thunderbirds. Oh, yeah. Which is always fun because everywhere you live here in Tucson is a flyover zone. You hear planes all day long. And so when the Thunder and Lightning was here this year, like I'd hear the planes going and you'd walk outside to see them flying over your house. It's just... It's something you don't see everywhere. Yeah. And we get it. It doesn't matter where you're at in Tucson. You get to see planes flying every single day. Yeah. It, it's something that you you kind of grow accustomed to. I think maybe people from out of town who are trying to live in the city, they're like, what is all this air traffic? But we're, we're kind of used to it by now. And yeah. we, we have the airport disclosure as well within our form. So when people do buy a house. Like, you know you're going to get noise. It yeah. really lasts for like 30 seconds, maybe 50 at the most. If yeah. It's a, if it's a big one. Right. Yeah. It's one of those low flyovers. This, the C-130s. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we also have, I'm going to try not to butcher this. I am, I don't speak Spanish. I speak white girl <laughs> Spanish for sure. La Fiesta de los Fequeros which is our Tucson Rodeo, our bull riding that we have every single year, which is also really fun to go to and last a few weekends. Yeah, definitely cool. We did mention the Tucson Festival books, but we also have the 4th Avenue Street Fair. Yeah, and that's that's seasonal. That, Mm -hmm. That comes around every season, and that's fun to see. Lots of different vendors in and out, both in and out of state. It, it is primarily local, but it has grown quite a bit over the years. Yeah. yeah. And then Country Thunder. So we talk about all the different music festivals they have all over the world, and you'd expect some of the music festivals to be in the big music cities. Yep. But we have Country Thunder every single year, and it <laughs> is in the middle of nowhere, Florence. Yep. That everyone goes to. Yep. Come um, back dusty and dirty and just like. You should. A little hungover most of the time. For country music. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we also have Cyclovia and Tour de Tucson. Yeah. And we've had a lot of people who've trained one Tour de Tucson go on to some really magical things. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's a really big circuit for bicyclists here. Mm-hmm. And we, we are a very bicycle-friendly place here. Mm-hmm. And even the, the river walk, which I talked about earlier, is a huge loop around Tucson. Mm-hmm. And it's a great place for people to train for long distance bicycling. Yep. So 
Yeah. And and so the next thing experiences what elaborate to me on why I should be interested on Tucson experiences. So huh, first, other than what we just all went over. <laughs> yeah. So the, the biggest thing is I can't cover it all here. There's yeah. no way. Yeah. So I'm going to touch some of the, some of the essentially it's how do you get out of Tucson without you know when you have to go on vacation? You're like, I got to go on vacation. I got to go somewhere. And I don't yeah. want to do a staycation. If staycation... Into your brain. You know, you're going to do a staycation. Yeah. You don't want to go to the hotel up the street. That's not really a staycation. In most places, when you go on vacation, you want to go somewhere. Yep. We have so many places that are within a couple hours. No more. Like, even something that's, you know, four hours away, that's still a vacation to some people. Yeah. And being able to experience some of the, the rich history of of Arizona and just life in general. So let's start with my favorite one, which is Sonoida. Yep. You think wine. And when you think wine, first place you don't think of is Sonoida. Yeah. You think <laughs> Napa, you know. Sonoma. Sonoma. Mostly Cali. Yeah. And Sonoida actually has some of the best wineries yeah. in the state. They don't just have wineries, but they have breweries and yeah, distilleries. Micro, microbreweries has, has exploded here. Yeah, it's we crazy. have so many microbreweries. And, and so you're not even talking just Sonoida. We can talk a little bit more about just the breweries themselves. We have <laughs> yeah. so many micro. We have we have a whiskey distillery yeah. here yep. in, in Tucson. So the fact that we have all of these microbrewing, distilling, wineries that you would see in a big, giant city. Right we have right here in little old Tucson. <laughs> yep. And then you have places like like Tombstone in Bisbee. Like yeah. Tombstone is li- they quite literally made an entire street a old west town. Yeah, you can relive how people did back in the days of Wyatt Earp and Doc Holliday and all these major sort of characters that you see in the movies. The train, the saloon, yeah. the, you know, Ghost tours. Yeah. But you literally fun. are trans without paying a ticket price. Yep. You are transported back to the old Wild West. We also have Old Tucson Studios that does yeah. that as well as they're rebuilding that. You can't really go to that right now, but yeah. But you also have that piece of it. So we have a lot of that old Western Western history is very popular here too. Again, we'll yep. dig into that a little bit more. Yep. Bisbee. Bisbee, the most haunted town in the States. Yep. It was the largest city in between New York and San Francisco during the the growth of our nation basically it was it was the largest city and it is modeled kind of after San Francisco so it's it's definitely a place to go check out oh yeah and it's a thriving art and music scene yep and again ghosts yeah so if you like those ghost tours and that's your thing yeah go stay in Bisbee just for a few nights yeah you go brewery tour and then ghost tour and you'll have a great time yeah yeah. And then I also have, we also talk about Mount Lemon a little bit where right. you can ski, but in the warmer, you can go fishing, you can go hiking, you yep. can go camping. Yep. You can still go up to the ski and the ski lodge and take and go up to the top and see all that stuff. You can also do astronomy night. The U of A um, has that, that astronomy tower up there. Yep. So, yeah. And then again, snowboard, sledding, all that kind of stuff in the winter months. I know they yeah. actually, they'll shut down. Mount Lemon, yep. and they'll open it back up. They'll let a certain amount of people up, and then you got to wait for people to come back down. It, like, winds up and down Catalina Highway. There's really only one way up and down. There is a back way, but, man, is it rough. Oh, yeah. And you have to have four-wheel drive for it. But the main highway up 
we it a lot of people like on the weekends it's like Mount Lemon is closed and you're like how is a mountain closed what do you mean yeah. but yeah there's that many people trying to escape some of the summer heat or you know just go up for the weekend fishing or camping yeah and uh, yeah they're like you got to turn around sorry guys yeah <laughs> and you know we'll talk more about the other experiences that you can have all over southern Arizona and like what is literally within a four hour or less drive. Yeah, yeah. And that's a fantastic place. And who would think that you'd be up in the Aspen only an hour away from Tucson? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's kind of weird to think about, you know, people probably are picturing tumbleweeds blowing by. That doesn't really happen here. <laughs> Maybe occasionally. Depends on where you're at. Are you taking care of your weeds? That's mainly. (laughs) Well, well, I mean, if you go out towards old Tucson studios, you can occasionally run into like one or two out by picture rocks. That's true. That is true. (laughs) So anyway, I know that was a big one to digest. It was really great talking with you and going over all of this stuff. And if you guys have any questions on this, please feel free to reach out to us. We're here to answer any of your local questions. We are really well-versed on this stuff. We're not just saying that we are. We definitely are. Yeah. So ask us questions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Let us know. And and if there's something you want to know about Tucson, yeah. let us know so we can make sure we're making a podcast about what you guys want to learn about for Tucson. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Our info is down in the description. So reach out to us there. Podcast at the tjkteam.com is how you can reach us. And feel free to follow our podcast if you liked it. We hope you do. We're trying to deliver you some great content with it and and some knowledge too with it, along with it. So we hope to see you on the next one. And again, thanks, Heather. Absolutely. See you next time. Thank you for listening and watching the Nitty Gritty of Real Estate podcast here with the Tom J. Krieger team of Keller Williams, Southern Arizona. If you are interested in buying a home, selling a home, or even investing in real estate, we have 5,000 agents across the country that we can connect you to. If you need any free resources, feel free to check out our website at www.thetjkteam.com. We hope you have a great day.